welcome to the Junkyard Love Podcast. Welcome to the Junkyard Love Podcast. Today's recommendation of something else to watch is Jordan Greenhall Deep Code, the documentary, um, and that is on the Rebel Wisdom YouTube page. Uh, it's an interview and in, in conversation with Jordan Greenhall. Great perspective on the state of the world. Check that out. Definitely worth it. Um, in the meantime, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. This one's with Brandon Cruz. We did it over uh, video chat uh, as I'm kind of trying out video chat and trying to keep the podcast plugging along in the best way that we can. It's not as good. It's not as connective as an in-person conversation, but we definitely got to some great subjects. He actually kind of he has his own podcast and the format for this one was kind of him interviewing me. So um, I kind of have an opportunity to go into a little bit more depth on some of the concepts that I work with and some of the concepts that I um, am, am still kind of creating and conceptualizing. Um, but, I, but I think they could help a lot of people um, or hopefully somebody. So let's get rolling with the podcast. If you're listening to this right now and you have not drank water in the last 30 minutes, what are you doing, man? Drink some water. Enjoy. Okay. Hit record. Yeah, I'm recording. We'll hit a bong rip. Okay. The bong rip sound will be the intro. <laughs> it, should, it should be the intro. Just I'm going to, I'm going to little Wayne lighter flick it. Do you think that's an awesome thing to do? Yeah. Three, two. Wow. One. That sounds so nice. The, the whole thing. Just it just catches up in flame. If you put a cough drop in <coughs> and you rip a bong, Will it subside the coughing? Mm-hmm. I'm going to test that theory right now. It, it also gives you a, um, uh, a form of lung cancer from the menthol. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to just dump a whole pack of cough drops in my bong and rip it. Dude, and see we, if it's like the smoothest honest, thing That would probably be surprisingly delightful. <laughs> it probably would taste so good, too. Yeah. Bong water is absolutely gross, but cheers, mate. All right, cheers. Three, two, one. Oh, I'm such a puss with pongs. <laughs> I'm not. That's, that's- Surprisingly, it tastes really good. Oh, man. What's going on, Jacob Rines? Hello, buddy. Hi, this is uh, Wild Productions. Brandon Cruz with Wild Productions, um, taking on all things media and apparently bong-related. Today, we're talking with one of my really great friends, Jacob Rines, who has dedicated his life to uh, music production, uh, sound design, and creating music and also being an inspiration to the people as far as mental health and just being an absolute badass for people in life and just giving them something to wake up for and uh 
an inspiration to bounce back from the depths of a dark mind. Jacob Bryant. Hello, man. Thanks for having me. This is, this is cool. Is that a good intro for you? I feel like I could have done a little bit better, but I mean, I, I feel like that's good. You know, it's, it's so difficult to describe yourself um, mm-hmm. like in, in one sentence, in one paragraph, in one podcast, like afterwards you just like, what, I don't know, like what do I represent? I'm kind of, I'm kind of mm-hmm. circling in on my, on my like life quest, you know, like there's, there's going to be this one sentence, like I want to stand for this and I believe in um, ending the suffering of humanity, you know, like there will be some sort of end goal, but I, I think I'm still circling it. I, I have my hands and in, in interest in so many different things. At the moment, do you have a life uh, quote for yourself? At the moment, um, I don't know. The word resilience popped into my head just now, but uh, um, I don't know. I, uh, I, I believe, I don't know. I guess I believe in I wrote this thing the other day. Um, I just, I'll spitball off the top of my head. Um, it was on my Instagram, but just about believing in magic and believing in, in um, dreaming big and, and believing in mm. yourself and believing in spirit and believing in like the, the greater good of humanity. Um, just, just. You have, you have to change creators. the background when you say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to change yeah. the background when you say oh, that again. See, dude, yeah. Space I one believe. for sure. I believe in circling the earth on the planetary <laughs> orbit. <laughs> oh man. So ridiculous. I love having this option. It's so cool. It, you, yeah. you look amazing. You're Thanks, space man. Jesus. This is my space outfit. I'm space Jesus, bitch. That's a good <laughs> rap name. Yeah. I don't know. Well, just, there's, there's already an EDM guy that's space Jesus and he's, he's killer. Oh yeah. I like the photo of space Jesus just floating around in space or is there actually like a, producer? no, he's like an actual, like, EDM guy, I think. I love that. Like, I love it's that so, people can just make up whatever too. names they want. It sounds so cool too. I mean, like, life quotes are cool, but could you imagine walking around and everyone calling you Space Jesus? <laughs> it would go to my head, absolutely. Dude, that would be amazing. I'd have a huge ego, bigger than I already do. Is it first name Space, last name Jesus, or is first it... name Space, last name Jesus? <laughs> like a sprained ankle bitch. I'm not. You ain't nothing. Jesus. You're not. You, you can't walk on me. Oh, you, yeah. you can't walk all over me. <laughs> We're always just writing raps. I actually, um, you and I have written some some rap together for fun. I think it's a great outlet. Actually, um, mm-hmm. I wrote uh, two days ago. I had this loop that I made. It's like first thought that I had. And I was like, cool. Let's just go with that. And I recorded it, looped it, and I sat down here for probably two hours and just got like just one page that's all i got in two hours but it was uh less to like write a song and more to um you know kind of like just work through some stuff like sometimes you don't know what you think yeah you start writing it down and And i think it's also fun we've done it before too yeah it's it's definitely a different avenue of thought and thinking i think that goes like with any sort of art form you're like whoa i can't use my like everyday thoughts to try and figure this thing out especially with rap you're like i mean the beat is there and you're just like uh, i have a blank book to just say absolutely anything i want the hell do i want to say and uh no it's cool i definitely i definitely want to try to get into that a little bit more and uh just kind of experiment just for like art's sake and just taking a break from the everyday 
art form that we're so accustomed to. Right. Um, but how, I never, I don't think I ever asked you, how did you get into the arts and being an artistic person and how did this all come about? Um, wow. I think I, well, well, back even in middle school, I had an interest in acting um, that probably sprouted it. I had this teacher, this language arts teacher, who was also the drama teacher. And I just thought he was the coolest person. And he just, he just liked music and he liked, um, we had like a play that we did. Um, uh, we, yeah. And so, so I did, I did plays and then um, I've always just kind of been into like music after that. I was, I was a big Walkman kid. I was just always mm-hmm. had, had headphones on. I liked all kinds of music. Um, so that inherently leads you into like more artistically thinking, I suppose. Um, and then as I grew older in high school, I was in um, like acting classes and stuff and in drama, I enjoyed acting there. Um, but I was also uh, social too. And so I don't know. I, I think that's where DJ come in. It's, it's weird because I feel like I have an artistic side. Mm-hmm. But I also have like a, a social side in there, like not super inherently Inter- balancing, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so weird because the amount of time that you spend creating is like quadruple the amount of time socially talking to people, mm-hmm. <laughs> being like an actual person. Yeah, like, holy like, shit, I can go out. like eight days. I can, or I can go like eight days straight, eight hours alone in my office and just like be fine. Oh, and then yeah. and then someone's like, "Hey, I want to hire you to DJ a, a three hundred person party." You're like, "Holy shit! I haven't talked to anyone in eight days." Yeah, three. <laughs> like, like I gotta right entertain like, some people. If there was four in here right now, I'd be uncomfortable. Three like, <laughs> <Yeah>. hundred. <laughs> They're all yeah. just staring at you too. Like, for right. some reason, they don't all stand together. Yeah. Even if there's four people that show up, they're all in different areas of the room. Even so it feels like you're just like, they're shouting at me. Yeah. And if they're having a good time, it's still weird. <laughs> yeah. Cause they're not communicating with each other. Just at me. Yeah. Just you. Yeah. And they ask you questions to ask yeah. the other people instead of asking them each other. Yeah. They're, you're just like the middleman and all they're this. Relaying. This is so uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable just thinking about mm-hmm. people in here right now. Just, have you ever been thought about as like, it's so weird, but not necessarily as the person. Like if I'm in a club and there's like shit going on, like I'm, I'm feeling myself, I'm around all these other people. And then you go up to the DJ, like requesting a song or something like that. I don't know if people do that now or whatever, but like I've done it before. Like went up, asked them to play this, um, which I know is kind of annoying sometimes, but for a DJ, but when I see them, I see them as like not a person, but like an element of like what is all going on. Mm-hmm. Do you like ever feel like that? I don't know if I explained it right, but yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of like the the narrator of the story. Mm-hmm. The, the if if there was, let's say, if there's an alien in space, let's put this on really quick. If there's an alien in space and he's looking down, oh, he's, fuck got yeah. a, he's got it. <laughs> A a, a telescope, perhaps, and he's Mm -hmm. looking through, um, and he could see the party, like the building. There's no roof on the building, and through him, the alien up there, he's like looking down, um, kind of observing this, Mm -hmm. uh, this level. So, so there's the the people in the crowd um, as they're moving throughout the night, through 
Man, I feel like I went too far when I was talking about the alien part. No, I feel like I get that analogy more than like anything Because <laughs> yeah, you know where I'm ending, so I'll continue. Yeah. So um, <laughs> essentially, I'm controlling, you know, I'm controlling the vibe. Like I'm not a participant mm-hmm. at the party. I'm not a part of the conversations. I'm not, um, I, I'm controlling where the conversations may go. Mm-hmm. So I'm... I'm kind of sitting above all the vibes. I'm not just looking out for what songs I want to play personally, like my mm-hmm. egoic self, my I, mm-hmm. who I, who I grow up as, my interests, my personalities, like those play a part in it. But at some point I kind of let go of that and I allow it to be this other sort of being that's floating mm-hmm. above and kind of like, kind of taking a glance and like listening in, like what's, what are these six people in this booth talking about? Okay, mm-hmm. talking about that. What are these six people who just walked in wearing? Okay, they're wearing that. They're this, mm-hmm. they're this age. And what's their energy and what's their tone yeah. and stuff like yeah, that? Like yeah, like what, what time of the night is it also? Mm-hmm. Um, um, because that, like, you can play the exact same thing at 11.30 p.m. that you played. Um, in, you, you can try that on Friday and it goes off. And then you play the same thing at 10 p.m. because you did it a little too early on Saturday night and it's a total, nobody even tapping their foot. So wow. it's time and place, um, certainly. So, so you, you kind of have to create let go of your your interests kind of influence you and that's kind of what builds your computer what builds your sound what builds your Mm -hmm. your library your crates like that's the crates that the dj comes with is kind Mm -hmm. of his playlist and he's basing his playlist off of like okay here's my style and here's what i know i'm probably going to see tonight but then as the night progresses you're like oh okay there's this kind of people here tonight i was expecting more of of the older crowd so i would have played this sort of thing but instead Mm -hmm. you're kind of sitting back and trying to observe what people's vibes are if they're trying to get buck wild right now if they're not mm-hmm. trying to just hang out and it's just around. i think that's why it's so surreal is because you, you literally from like our perspective we're like looking up at a dj and they're like just getting down like mm-hmm. getting in the flow of like the actual music but then also they'll like look up and you'll just see them like like interacting with the crowd and realistically, you're like, oh, yeah, you guys like this shit? Yeah, you do. Let me <laughs> yeah, see. What are you going to like say. next? Yeah. That's what I'm whispering to Yeah, myself. you guys you like, like this, this huh? Hey, watch this shit. You guys like that shit, don't you? And then everyone goes, yeah. And then you're just like, god damn, I'm good. Back to it. And it is just the coolest thing ever, like, seeing that. Like, you're playing this calculated game on top of vibing out and like doing your craft as well too it's so cool right. it's uh yeah. it's very strategic looking from yeah it's kind of like a a, a meta cognition um of w- like you're kind of leaving your body in a strange way like because mm-hmm. you're trying to like like you're not trying to interact with the individual people you're trying to act with or interact with the vibe of all of the people and they're mm-hmm. different things and sometimes when someone comes up that's why sometimes even just someone requesting is enough, even if they're nice and it's a good request, it's enough to pull you out of that, like from way up here. That, like, that flow state. Yeah. So, um, uh-huh. but, it, but it's hard because, you know, there's different parties and different, different vibes. And sometimes you got to show up as someone who is in their headphones the whole time, just mixing and doing your own thing. And sometimes you got to show up as someone who's, you know, a quarter of the time you're, you're leaning in and, and getting the, getting the person on the other side is paying you so you're doing what they mm-hmm. want you to be doing and these are different like yeah. assets you have to or, or facets of djing that you kind of have to like the difficulties that you have to maneuver through instead of like 
I think it's so funny. The average person, the average person and the average creator usually have this interaction. I don't know how many times in a creator's life, but they'll come up to you and degrade your work uh, based on like simple knowledge. Like they could literally be like, what's the problem? You can't take the picture. I can push a button on a camera and take a picture. It's like, it's not that simple, man. Like, and then you try and walk them through it and they're like, so what you like flipped a few dials, you flip a few dials all the time and then take a picture. I could do that too. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, Oh my God, you guys have no fucking clue. You guys have no clue. And you make me want to just deliver one of these. It hasn't happened often, but when it does, it's one of those special moments where you're like, you really don't know shit about this. dude. And it's not, yeah. sorry go well it's it's the lack of awareness after a while um like people being able to step out of their own shoes in, in mm-hmm. a way and and have awareness of a different type of person that thinks differently than them and and um truly knows more than them so like if you're not willing to admit that like hey like i am i i am the the foreman at this lumber mill and I'm a badass and people listen to me and I've been the boss for 13 years and I know my shit. So you mm-hmm. should listen to me because you're just a dumb photographer. Mm-hmm. That guy, when you're too caught up in, in your, um, your rewards and your, your titles, mm-hmm. um, when that's too attached to what yourself is, when you approach someone in a situation where um, they're completely different than you, you are comparing your knowledge to the knowledge that you think you know about them. Mm-hmm. So they think they know about photography. And so they're like, I know everything about photography are good, mm-hmm. good enough amount to know that I'm smarter than you. So they're going to come at you as a, like a taller than you person looking down on yeah. you. Yeah. And so it's almost, it's almost like, um, you, they, I don't know. I don't know. I suppose, I suppose they just don't see eye to eye. Like, like you just kind of have to assume that, Oh yeah, this person, they're not actually insulting my camera abilities. Mm-hmm. They just actually, they literally have not learned. They haven't mm-hmm. took time to learn throughout their, however old they are, 54 years of life that, um, uh, how to understand people on a different emotional level, how to look at people introspectively, how to, mm-hmm. um, how to not, they haven't learned the skill that you mm-hmm. have to be able to see like, Oh, you're just, a different person who misunderstands me. It's mm-hmm. not as simple as you think it is. Mm-hmm. That may have not made much sense, but no, that made a lot of sense. But have you? I mean, everyone at some point or another has gotten themselves in that experience, whether it be creating or not. Just a, a dominant person trying to diminish you with a certain persona, with creating and with being a DJ. Have you had to face those people and did you, um, how did you handle it basically? Like, did you use more aggression or did you just like step back and be like, it's not even worth my time? Like, I'm just going to get beyond this and move forward. I mean, sometimes like, like there's parts where like, sometimes I'll be a little cocky. Like I've also improved over the years. I started Mm -hmm. DJing for, for, I don't know eight, nine years or something like that. So I've improved just like, um, my ego, not like having such a quick reaction. So Mm -hmm. I have had, um, uh, times where 
someone has been uh, rude and, and they're just, just being immature and like uh, I get to where I'm like, someone needs to make sure this person knows that their actions are not okay. Because if they're doing this mm-hmm. to me, how do they treat like a Starbucks worker or, yeah. or a grocery store employee? I just kind of really wonder. And so I have had experiences where um, the, I was playing a couple songs as I was mixing. I started to notice that like the person on the dance floor uh, um, was literally like going like this. He was booing. He was thumbs down, and he started going boo, boo. Next song, next song. And it no was way. He, it was because he didn't personally like that song, and mm-hmm. I was like, I was like giving him kind of a look, and then eventually it boiled up quicker than it should have, and I cut off the music completely. And I was like, excuse me, and I had like this sort of like, you realize you're not the only person here. There's plenty of people in this room that. Yeah that are just as welcome as you are to be here essentially yeah. he like got very embarrassed started kind of like arguing back and then it turned oh no he threw him out this is like not a big deal but it was sort of like i punked him and so i've done that and try to like brought yeah. them down and yeah. so that that's like a huge ability that a dj has to like turn a a building on a person which is like kind of kind of cruel really that like is, he, but, but it, it's you want to see who's big boom <laughs> yeah, right and then like and then people like wait like who's who's being mean to jake you know like like because it's a it was a local place that i yeah 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 but um uh so that's kind of like a, a, there's there's some parts of you that sometimes need those excuse me it seems as if you're not understanding your place like it mm-hmm. seems as if um i'm sorry you're talking down to me sir i believe that you're treating me as a jukebox uh-huh. i you're forgetting that I'm a human. Yeah. Um, what what some some people take different things to learn those sort of things. Sometimes a drunk person who is like telling you about this thing and telling you about that thing and telling you what you're doing wrong or mm-hmm. in your face or the or you say, please no no I will not take that request or or no I can't do that please leave. A lot of um, strangely something that happens a lot with drunk people is you tell them no and they they don't compute their brain says what and they mm-hmm. stand there in front of the dj but like they stand there and just yeah and they look right at you like i'm like <laughs> typing in and i'm going through this happens often this Could is weddings this is, clubs, this is bars this is private events like bro it, what drunk people i'm not kidding this is a, it's a kind of not a normal <laughs> thing like it happens every yeah. night but when this happens when you tell people no in whatever way and, and and so 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 i'll reiterate so that was one example that i gave where i turned off the music kind of dorky kind of egoic right um mm-hmm. it felt great of course it felt great stroke your ego mm. <laughs> yeah. but uh, uh there's also um yeah. a, a point of just leveling with them and just mm-hmm. look at like so i've had times at weddings where like um an older person is like this is not acceptable you cannot play this and i've had to be like sorry sir listen this was a special request from your son. I do not, I would love it if you didn't go over to him and try to, to duke this out. Essentially I was playing a, uh, I think I was playing an Afro man song at a wedding it was <laughs> oh, later okay. in the night. And the, it, there wasn't communication between the person who requested it, which is the groom. Um, he's, he's paying me. It's his wedding. I'm playing it of course. Yeah. Um, and like someone's father, someone's uncle, something like this. Um, uh, and, and he was angry. He's like, this is not acceptable for you to play this. Like just very, very mad. And I had to meet him with, please understand the situation. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, the person who is paying me, the person who I've had contact with, I've never met you in my life. You're just telling me that you're this person as of today um, is, is so, so you are saying what you want is more important than what the person who is paying me. So it's kind of mm-hmm. this like breaking of a barrier again. Like I have to be, 
I have to, I have to stand up for myself as a person, but I also have to represent myself as a business, as my mm -hmm. own business. And then I also have to not um, cause this bigger eruption, this bigger problem of sending this, this guy who's angry about the song I'm playing over to the groom who's wrapping his face off with his best friends from college on his own mm -hmm. wedding day, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's, it's, just... it's, it's a, it's a strange dynamic. So it's, you know, it seems like it's, it's just music, right? But if you're, mm -hmm. if you're really paying attention, you're, you're kind of trying to hold everybody's everything in, in, in intact and yeah. give everyone a little bit of what they want and just yeah. keep the vibe going. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's crazy how people will confront you with confrontation. Like they will literally walk up to you. I, I, that's never made any sense to me. For some reason, I don't understand how you can not know someone absolutely at all. And for this instance, a song starts playing that doesn't resonate in your head, but it resonates elsewhere. You literally come up to a stranger with like hostile demeanor mm -hmm. and say like, Hey, you need to shut that shit off. Like, what? Right. Right. <laughs> like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, how, how do you, how does that, from this point to that point, is there any justification for that? Or like, it, have you known well, people that are like that? Or like, they're, they're lost in the maze. Mm -hmm. um, they're lost in their maze, man. They're like, like I said, sometimes you could say something. Um, sometimes it could be dramatic. Sometimes it could just be like, Hey, listen, it seems as if you're having a problem being told no right now. And that's mm -hmm. enough to, for them to be like, Whoa, like their momentum stops like this wall of like, Oh shit. Like they, they're so in their head, like I'm going to do this and I'm going to tell him this and I'm going to whatever, like what, whatever oh, yeah. they had momentum on that thought. Um, they identify themselves with that thought and they got momentum with it and mm -hmm. they, and which to me is being caught in your own maze of sorts and mm -hmm. sometimes it's somebody else's maze like go tell him that this song sucks and you're like yeah this song sucks because you just you grab onto someone else's maze that they that they laid mm -hmm. out for you and so um oftentimes just i don't know that there's that there's an excuse for it but i i think that being able to realize that you're caught in your maze um, so if someone does say like, Hey, like, so if someone came up to you and they're like, Hey, can you, um, uh, like, like, like you're, you're standing in the way you're an idiot. Like, you, you, what do, what do you think you're doing? You're not supposed to be back here. Like, they're just like insulting mm -hmm. you. And like, what do you like do, And you're like, excuse me. Instead of saying, no, no, Susan said that I can be back here. Like, instead of doing that, instead of interacting with the, the maze coordinates that he told you to meet him at, mm -hmm. right you you look above the maze you look into the maze and you in not looking down on him but you look at the situation and you say oh it seems that you have sir it seems that you have a misunderstanding of who i am um, mm -hmm. and by that i mean i i'm actually the photographer i have permission to be back here um i'm totally not in your way i can step over to the side like you can kind of tell him like no no i'm the photographer i have permission mm -hmm. to be here um whatever and then all of a sudden um instead of just fighting back with him and meeting him at his coordinates at his at his battleship coordinates yeah and sitting down at the table he's about to play the game push the button yeah <laughs> he's like, getting ready to push that button <laughs> yeah, don't give him don't give him the don't let him push the button you know like, uh -huh. like don't give him the button to push of yours just just instead say oh okay i see what's happening here you're just confused he's not don't say this guy's inherently a dick because uh -huh. then then, uh -huh. then all of a sudden you have to fight you have to argue with a dick and no yeah. one wants to argue with a dick, so don't yeah. tell yourself that he's inherently a dick. Say, oh, he must be stressed too because his daughter's getting married. 
because yeah. he's he's the owner of this club and it's not busy or maybe he's stressed because he is this first day on the job and he's actually the security guard and he was told that nobody's allowed back here and here you are mm-hmm. like, you you gotta you can't just assume that someone's a jerk you gotta assume that like look at the situation like there's what are they bigger circumstances at play yeah and, and it's um yeah, it's, it's a training you could do. Really. Yeah. You, you see those situations in front of you and you end up um, um, laying the path for yourself to do the same later. I think that's what's so cool about you and your way of experiencing the world and really taking it in. On uh, Instagram, you're constantly posting um, like inspirational videos, quotes, posts, um, you're talking yourself about ideas that you have. Um, a lot of them go along with the lines of like that temperament and like checking yourself also like just being very consciously aware of what comes out of your mind, what comes into your mind. And I don't know, you've just done a bunch. So it's, it's, uh, it's really cool to see that you have a great way of implementing it in your life. And so it then begins to resonate with people and make sense. Like you literally be like, I was thinking the other day that I was at a gig and some dude came up to me and I had to check myself and be like, Hey, maybe he's had a rough day or maybe something's going on. And you meet him at a place, you kind of guide him to a place where it's like, how can you be mad at like a dude so calm and chill? And like it, you, you actually are controlling the situation by toning it down instead of not having control of the situation and toning it up. You know, it's, right. it's cause if you were to get angry, you'd literally be playing on his level. He's already mad. Right. He came up to you, Matt. So that's yeah. his like, yeah, you're in his maze, dude. So tone it down and throw them for a curveball. Be like, Whoa, like mm-hmm. make them realize that, damn, I am a dick. If I'm getting mad at this, like mm-hmm. this chill person, you know, this person who's coming at me just like, a friend basically, yeah. you know, so it's, it's really cool to see that from you and uh, just to see you not only talk about it, but actually get to implement it. Shoot. I'm going to stop and start this real quick. Oh. I thought that was, dude, I thought for a second that that was like a home phone. I, I am so glad the home phones don't exist anymore. Dude. Oh my <laughs> Bro, God. I remember this. I think it was a, maybe it was, there's this thing that reminds me of uh, about of, time. Yeah, oh, okay. Change so, the space, change the space one too. All right. Change it to the space one. Here. Every time the timer goes off, we have to take a hit. I forgot oh, to God. mention that. 30 minutes. <laughs> Every 30 minutes. Joy. <laughs> I know. All right. Cheers. Plenty enough. Time. Cheers. That was weak. Dude, weed stores are open. God damn, my bong sucks so bad. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was just saying that weed stores are open. It's kind of like, I know it, we still have this like silly demeanor that's kind of hanging on weed. I can't wait till it's fully shaken off. I get that it's kind of, a, it has a silly vibe to it. That's okay. But yeah. um, um, it is cool to see that weed stores, like, like who'd have thunk like 10 years ago, someone's like, hey bro, there's going to be a pandemic. Yeah. And, but during that, the weed stores are going to be open. You'd be like, weed stores? Dude, what are you saying? <laughs> groceries, <laughs> hospitals, weed. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's what's so funny about like reading these Facebook posts and whatnot. 
it's just like people <laughs> people are literally being like i don't know what i would do if i didn't have weed right now i'm getting so high and just like taking a nap or doing whatever right. they're just they're just trying to exist right now like just yeah and trying it's, to fucking be with yourself man and being with yourself sometimes you got to get a little stoned sometimes yeah you know? and it just allows for a uh, i mean obviously anything you do has an effect um and if you do it like nonstop all the time and that's the way you live your life, then it's going to start taking its like negative precautions. But like that's your choice to do smoke weed like 24 seven and sit down and pick your belly button and like fucking play right. video games. Like, did you ever like, think about like, sorry, you were going to say, probably, probably, I was probably just, just going to say, I get fucking stoned and like get so creative in my mind. And I'm yeah. just like, that's a wonderful all these thing. Stories and shit playing in my head, and I'm like, oh my god, like I could film all this and I can do, you know, whatever goes on. It's just crazy that a lot of people waste their time and their creative ability when they smoke on like other shit that distracts them from what they could be doing. And it's just, it's crazy because you can see creativity in people by the way they talk and by they articulate by the way they articulate themselves and you'll be like, damn bro. Like you can describe a story in my head so well, like you could be a comedian, you know, or like you describe a story so well, you can probably take some video of it. Like just learn how to record video. And like the idea is all you need. It's, it's not the, uh, the art of learning how to control the camera or, or, the camera or anything like that it's once you learn how to control the camera what are you going to do with that control and that is like what the art is and so i feel like people get intimidated with the physical like knowledge of how to do something beyond the fact that like everyone has to deal with that and once you know that like it's it's no knowledge you could just like picking up a guitar and just playing it again like now you can begin to explore like everything like all your possibilities mm. in your mind so yeah it's just weird to see i know you're a very uh inspired person and a very dedicated person in creating content creating art and like getting what's in your brain out and so it's like it's just really cool to see you when i go over to your place like we'll vibe out for like eight hours and literally like blink and be like what the fuck what did we just do well we created a song we did a podcast we like you know played the piano or like made some beats or like just whatever it is i'm like damn that's nuts like right and and we we could just kind of vibe like that so it's really cool to see right. that and dude I, do, do you think that um it, it seems a little silly you know like mm -hmm. i i think like like to be grown men like because that seems like some 17 year old shit like you know mm -hmm. like like get baked or or even not get baked like just just hang out and yeah have a beer or, or come over have food and then also just take a few hours and just like hey bro like i was working on this little jingle and start playing it for them and then mm -hmm. they start like oh okay all right and you just mm -hmm. add to it like it you know like those those moments of of kind of you know we call it childlike because that's the comparison of how we think we need to live in society mm -hmm. versus um, like, like that's the only thing we can think of that makes sense mm -hmm. in that, in that box. But it's kind of just like, 
creating and just kind of freely vibing and allowing your friend to freely vibe and allow them to fully like, like them knowing that you're never going to judge them or make mm-hmm. them feel, make them feel weird for like just suggesting like, Hey, what about this? Mm-hmm. Like really just letting opening that flow that we have such a constriction to that we mm-hmm. that we're taught to squeeze and like, don't let that flow and make sure you tighten up and make sure you're polite and make sure you don't say this thing on accident. Like letting that thing just, unfold amongst a friend that you trust um i think it's kind of the childlike play but it's also yeah. this just spirituality really it's it's, yeah. it's a healing it's a it's a it's a self-love it's a it's a flowing of of who you really are like when mm-hmm. you're creating like that because you're not really having standards for yourself you're living mm-hmm. in the present you're 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 not trying to be anything you're just kind of just letting it happen in front of someone too so that's very mm-hmm. empowering you know, it's it's just it. odd because it, i think the oddness in it comes from like it takes a lot to be able to create it takes a lot of vulnerabilities out of you like to express what is in your mind and know that others may not perceive it the way you do and you just have this anxiety of like oh my god like what will they think if i say that this verse should be in the song or say that they should change their piano to this sounding or whatever it is. Like it's very, uh, it's just super scary for a lot of people. And I think that's what's so weird about like being able to go over and kick it with you. It's like, we can go for like eight hours and like, I feel 100% just chill and fine. And knowing that like any thought that I have is like not, a degraded thought it's literally a thought to get to another part of the project or part of whatever it is it's like i think that's what people are so scared of i think it is this judgmental vibe that other people give each other because it seems so weird to me that a lot of people can't spend like eight hours with another person it doesn't have to be eight hours five hours three hours but they can't spend that amount of time and create, but they could spend that amount of time to play video games and like kind of do mindless things that take their mind away from like having like actual, like very intimate, like uh, creative things happen. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not intimate in like a weird way. It's literally like intimate. And it's like, you are literally giving yourself as a creative mind out to the universe and having another person at the same time, like check it and see like, Hey, maybe you could do this. Maybe you can do that. Maybe we can do this. Maybe, mm. you know, you come in here, I come in here. Like it's, yeah. it seems so weird that it's so abnormal to, to have that deep human interaction with others. Well, what do you, what do you think? Like, so yeah, I was just thinking about like, like two homies who are, are hanging out like online playing video games. Mm-hmm. Like they're both like, yeah, they're hanging out, but like, they're not really, like like you know occasionally maybe they're talking crap they're talking about the game like they're inserting themselves into the game and like oh dang you shot me or oh dude okay i got that guy you head over here like they're they're in the game they're they're making up like um i guess you could say maze again but this one isn't like a, a bad one i suppose mm-hmm. so that's how they're hanging out like they they're making like maybe a third person that's in the video game or a third version of themselves or something that's uh-huh. in the video game and the third versions of themselves are interacting in the video game they're kind of mm-hmm. shut off mindless, just like, uh, and their fingers are moving. They're in like a lull, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, but, but when you're, 
and you're kind of following someone else's direction. So, so mm -hmm. you're doing what the video game creators have. You're, you're within only the limits, the box, the, the, you, you can't step outside of the video game. Like as you're uh -huh. shooting in, the, in world in this uh, war game, you can't not only have like Kirby can't all of a sudden come in your view, but you also can't have like your mom walk into the video game. Like it's not physically, it's not possible. You're, you're yeah. this other thing that's been created for you. So therefore it has boundaries, right? So you're mm -hmm. locked within the boundaries, but you're still having a companionship with someone. So it's great. That's a cool thing. Um, uh, I, I, I pointed out for a reason, I think, but, um, um, and then you look at hanging out with someone like just say what we're doing or, or what we were doing, just creating. So where we do have, um, I guess confinements in the same way, right? Like whatever piano or whatever instrument I have, um, whatever tools were given, whatever influence we have had that day, like we're all kind of locked within those sort of bubbles. But we are able to, when you are, not, you and I are being creative, we're able to kind of create a, a third mm -hmm. sense in that same way. Like we're not as confined. We're kind of tapping into something a little more. Um, pure to each of us and we're both like in like hey like what do you think about this and before i'm done saying this and like you'd be like i love that i totally get that like you yeah. almost are it's it's this weaving of of trust for another human yeah it's, but but also it's like i like to think of it as like the avatar reference is like put plugging the hair in as like mm. When you create with someone else, you're literally like plugging into this third being and like connecting and they're connecting from their side and it's like channeling like everything together. So you guys are both, no matter what it is that people do, like when they create with others, they all get into this flow state and that's what's so enticing about it. Like if you're in a studio with people and there's like five of them and they're all working towards creating a song, it's like five people just like all in one just synced up mm. all together in this flow state and it's just crazy yeah that, like a like a band do, yeah. do you ever do you ever uh uh t take photos or videos for bands have ever, i have yeah i have before oh yeah you, have, you literally have here you know? <laughs> yeah oh, so so you've seen it like like where they get uh -huh. into this they're not saying anything mm -hmm. their mouths are only speaking in lyrics and and you know humming and stuff but their fingers yeah and they're so so they're not actually saying anything they're not sign languaging they're all in their own zone but they're looking at each other like, okay, and, uh, and they said a million words. Like they, mm -hmm. they're creating almost another vibe, which we can say is the band's name, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so there's three people, um, Jake, Jake, and Eric, and together they create Rosetan. But what is Rosetan? Yeah, it's a band. But, you know, if you really want to want to try to understand what it, what it really has the, the capacity to be, you can look mm -hmm. at it as a separate separate sort of thing separate thing yeah, this, above them that has a separate journey. entity you know yeah, that that, what did you come up with that like the third idea because i've heard you say it a bunch of times and every time it resonates is like as the situation comes like how did you come to that insane thought um yeah it was weird i was reading um i was reading a lot of crazy books i think it started um, I was I was incredibly depressed for a lot of years and I was starting to get better and I was starting to like like fight back sort of like this sort of like your life sucks and everything that happens to you you deserve all mm -hmm. of a sudden I started creating this like voice that was like no fuck stop no yeah. you know yeah. and um, 
and you know, I think a lot, for a lot of people, what what that ha- what that is, maybe they've lost touch with their, or they're like confused which voice is what. But I think for a lot of people, that may be like spirit, like like their their God. Like so, say if you're born in a Christian family, that like when you're feeling sad, you know God's always with you, and you try to think of this like. So I heard this voice, and it was and it was God, and He said everything's gonna be okay. Like uh, my my understanding is that we create that we, we create however we can understand that. But my backed up understanding is kind of we created ourselves like from Mm -hmm. personality and our experiences and some breaking point, whatever. Um, So essentially I I created this kind of like, uh, uh, like, like caregiver, I suppose. Right. Mm -hmm. Like a, like a consciousness. Yeah. Another person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like um, in through that, I don't know. So, so I was reading, um, I was reading, I was reading some strange books and I was reading, I think a, a book called psycho cybernetics and that was super interesting. Um, and it, it started making me like realize that you kind of have, uh, an, an observer of your thoughts. Like there's mm-hmm. like, like, so, so what, what I had done at first is try to create, like, I am the depressed self. Like that's who I felt like I am very depressed. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm wearing this ugly mask. Like I am, I'm this like, depressed person um and 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 then so through that i was able to create this thing like all of a sudden i had this like you know what yeah you're depressed i'm just a depressed person but start saying no start saying Mm -hmm. but you could be better but you can get better you can make better choices you could help yourself more you can whatever like so that created kind of a second and i started kind of having this like with my depression i started having this like argument i guess like um, mm-hmm. sounds this sounds strange. These sound like different people in my head. These sound like different voices. They're totally not that. It's just not like that. Yeah. But, um, uh, it's so I started having this. Just like when I'd have a depressed thought, I'd had have this like person who would stand up for me, and it was like me. Like it was, it felt fickle. It felt fake for weeks and maybe even months. It felt stupid. I felt dumb. Mm-hmm. I felt embarrassed. But I was down here by myself. Nobody to judge me but myself. And so I just kept it going. And I'd be like, you know what? No, you're feeling better. And I'd fix my posture. And then so over time, I started learning more, reading more books. Um, I started kind of like really understanding what I, what I was dealing with more and realizing that um, I'm neither the depressed person nor the person that is saying, no, don't be depressed, but I am mm-hmm. the observer of those two thoughts. Mm. Um, and it allowed me to really kind of, I suppose, step outside of, of what was happening in my, in my mind and my body and, and, um, and kind of not not feel the need to um not only feel at one stage it was just feeling that i was the depressed thoughts and then my stage up from that in you know the the footstep up the staircase of healing the path i i stepped on um uh you know a tough guy a guy with some boxing gloves who's like gonna fight that Mm -hmm. depression and that that did help me for quite some time it helped me get brave and build my confidence back up and work on my masculinity and and um Mm -hmm stand up for myself and, and whatever. But then eventually I, I came to this, this other, let's say third, um, uh, who is the observer of, of these things of, of watch instead of all the time when like, okay, I have a bad thought time to like fight with it and say, no, that's not a bad thought. Like whatever. Why don't you just watch both of them happen and not interact with it? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, uh, th- that, that's kind of my third and that's kind of how the observing mind works. And that's when I, yeah. I think that's, that's when I first came up with the concept of the third, but as I was conceptualizing, I was listening to um, uh, Jordan green um, and, and, and Daniel Schmottenberger um, and um, their Say that 10 times fast. 
<laughs> Daniel Schmachtenberger, man, he's massively intelligent. Uh, uh, he was just on Eric Weinstein's uh, The Portal podcast. Oh, podcast, yeah. Yeah, man, he, he was just on that one. I, uh, it's so good. But anyway, so I was listening to them. And then so they started talking about the concept of circling. And they were talking about kind of, um, I don't know, I, I, they, they were talking about if they didn't directly reference it, um, I apologize for skipping around here, but I'm getting to the point. Yeah. But, um, if they didn't directly reference it, um, what they were talking about with, I think it was Jordan Green, um, made me realize that kind of when you're podcasting, you kind of create a third as well. Like how I was creating the third observer of my um, Jake's superhero, super cape side, mm-hmm. my, my awesome future self versus my depressed, bad thoughts. I, I'm worth nothing self. It's an epic fight. Third, yeah. Uh, when, when I created this third, it's a little bit like when I'm having this podcast, when I'm talking, um, you know, we're talking and we're very deep in, in, into, a, into a conversation. Um, you know, when, when there's these people here, you're looking in their eyes, you're talking about what they're talking about, you're in agreements, you're kind of filtering each other's sentences together. It's, it's braided, right? Um, mm-hmm. but, but also as I'm talking, I'm like, hey, and listener, if you're forgetting, here's where we're talking about this thing that means this. Um, I'm also grabbing the listener and the listener is the third and the listener mm-hmm. almost kind of like keeps you in check, right? Like this is kind of how some, where some people put the concept of God, some mm-hmm. people put the concept of, of um, you know, if you're looking for spirit, I suppose it can kind of fit in there, but that's just being too broad. But um, um, essentially the listeners of a two person podcast are your third. Mm-hmm. Right? And, yeah. I think maybe that's it. So I don't over explain it. Maybe I should just, and the explanation right there. <laughs> I got it. It's and maybe you could talk. <laughs> no, I I'm love hearing. If I'm, if I'm going on. Too it's long. such a hard. I was just going to say it's such a hard concept to like try and portray because a lot of the times it's it has to come to you. I think you did a really good job of actually explaining it too because you made it very simple to try and understand uh, from a viewpoint what it's like, but. A lot of people can't grasp it because they they can't they haven't had the feeling of like putting a a second or a third in their mind hmm. and using that to counteract whatever negativity or whatever doubt you have in your life like people don't understand the potential of this that you can give yourself an alter ego in your mind that is an idea of the best version of yourself hmm. and when situations come you literally say like damn, I don't want to go to the gym right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. In my mind, like Zach Wilde would love Zach Wilde's in the gym right now already. Like mm. he's fucking getting huge. Like it sounds crazy, but why is it crazy if it works for your life? Like nobody jumps in your mind and says like, you're fucking weird. You talk right. to another person in your mind. Like, no, right. I'm thinking about the idea of the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. I named it this. You don't have to name it if you don't want to, but just know that it's an idea that you have and an option to become the best version of you if you really want to listen to it. It's, it's crazy because you're constantly, everyone knows you're constantly in a battle with yourself all day, every day on the simplest choices. Like the idea of a consciousness does not wow anyone. Like you all hear the little voice in your head. Right. That's crazy enough. Like that's crazy that. It, a voice right. has no sound, yeah. but you can understand it. And it tells you what to do in situation 
situations gives you urges to do them this way. Like mm-hmm. it's a random voice that gives mm-hmm. you the easiest route, creating a second, creating a third, not only can stray you away from that continuous, easy thought, it can give you better thoughts, but it can also understand the situation that's going on in the third sense and analyze, all right, like what is going on right now? Mm-hmm. I can either eat this cheeseburger, feel like absolute shit, or I can like work for like 10 minutes and make a salad and like eat way healthier. And, like mm-hmm. such simple stuff as that is like mm-hmm. are the hardest decisions for people to make in life. Like overweight people literally will, will have the thought of eating a salad, but the temptation and the, the sound in their head, what they hear the loudest is like, just eat this cheeseburger. You know, it's so good. You know, you don't need it, but you are where you are already. What's the point of like eating another one? It's fine. You're, you are where you are. You haven't lost 20 pounds. Hmm. So you can use that conscience sound and create another one to be, to beat voices in your head. It's, Hmm. it's insane. But like the route that you're on, is infinite as far as helping people to get over some of the hardest humps in life that they can possibly imagine. And it's, it's nuts that it can come down to a, a voice that you created in your head. It's the possibilities are infinite. I'm not saying walk around the town and fucking say, I'm blah, blah, blah. And I'm the strongest fucking person in the world. Like yeah. it's, it's, just not like, <laughs> like, it's not like that. And that's what people view it as. It's like, yeah. guys, chill out and just think for a second. Right. Yeah. Cause you just got to stop. You got to yeah, stop and become aware. Yeah. Just become aware of this. Just, I don't even ask you to say anything in response. Yeah. If you don't like it, you can get up when I'm done and walk away, but just think for a second. Just listen. Don't talk. Right. Hit them with that. And then, you know, it's, it's just hard for people to grasp. I, I feel like it's impossible to explain it unless they just like, aha, awaken to it one day. Yeah. I think sometimes, sometimes we can, what seems to happen a lot of times with thoughts like that. Um, I mean, even, even becoming aware that you, that you're thinking, not thought, not thoughts, um, mm-hmm. observing thoughts. You're like, Oh shit. Like who's wait, who's observing the thoughts? what uh you you know even just that is something that's so new to people yeah and it's uh it's almost i mean it's almost scary in a way right Mm -hmm. it's almost it's almost unnerving um but that's just you know that's your kind of say egoic mind trying to um protect you from change because change is you know you're safe in your cave exactly how you are you know Mm -hmm. you're your egoic mind wants you to continue to do the things that you know get you happy. Like the, instead of, um, you know, instead of like setting up all of the things and going to the store and getting all the fabrics and and getting um, all this, all the arts and craft supplies you need to bring back home and have a date night with your girlfriend, you could get the same amount of like dopamine from just sitting there on your phone and scrolling like in your brain kind of knows that, like you don't conceptually understand that. So mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's just like we've just been trained to take the easy way out because, mm-hmm. because of our just 
I suppose our generation, like, and I don't know because if of really just new. I'm not trying to blame it all on just phones, but because Amazon, it's because Uber, yeah. it's because Postmates, it's because all this shit. Is we found just... a way to really do all that shit really well. We've gotten food, yes, we've gotten fucking whatever we want really, really well. Like we mm-hmm. get everything that we could ever need to happen right now. We've done it is the first time. It's the first time in human history that we have never had to hunt wonder where our food is and have it actually like not even hunt for it at the grocery store. Like we can literally have it sent to us in our home. Like our odds it's reversed now. We have, we have things, we have animals in packages coming to us. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Rather it's, it's than the, it is going opposite, out right? and hunting this shit. That is so like, yeah. If, if in human history, as, could you think of that? Yeah, as a species, human history, you're exactly right. Like, think about it. If you're looking at like a timeline of like, okay, back in the 10th grade, when you're learning about the history, you open the book and it's the whole thing all the way across. You're like, okay, this is when this happened. And then, oh, okay. And then the, the influenza and the Great Depression. And then, oh, the coronavirus. Like, like you literally, like you right now are going to be on one of those lines one day, like mm-hmm. for in a couple hundred years. Like, wh- whatever their version of books are, you're going to be like, that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And understanding that is like, it's, it's just nuts. Just thinking about history now more than ever is like, we are in one of the most special times in human history as far as like evolving into something that is like, it's like, what do you do if you don't have anything to worry about anymore? You know what I mean? Like what is the human potential if we take away all distractions Mm -hmm. and we just, all we got to do is focus on work. What can we work to improve the human body or the human, just the human being in general? We're going to give you food. We're going to give you shelter. We're going to give you everything you need right. shipped to you immediately when you need it. What are you going to do to help the human race become this? Like, like what, what do people want the human race to be is the thing. Like nobody's asked like anybody what they want it to be. They're just like, Hey, we're just going to keep progressing until we just become a fucking robot essentially like we're like but if also it comes we don't change <laughs> yeah we don't want to change we we want to still keep that yeah. beaten well, heart we want to keep that mind we want to keep that mind but let me tell you this what if i gave you a microchip in your head you can still think but now you can think with the internet and it's just like that sounds cool yeah like the whole fucking world is just clapping it like yeah right and they're like it's gonna bluetooth to your iphone your iphone is now your mind it's like this shit is you and it's like that's literally the direction we're going in and everyone is fucking jogging with their eyes open like all the way there like right. fuck i'm it's not weird, missing it's, this it's <laughs> weird to think like who are you without your phone like if you mm-hmm. Like exactly who you are now, like like whoever, whatever the concept of I, self, me, you, mm-hmm. your name, like who you live by, who's on your birth certificate, whatever, like that person, who would they be if, uh, if if you if they never got a phone, like mm-hmm. whether this scenario could be that nobody ever had phones. Oh, I gotta pause you real quick. Okay. And boom. The scenario could be 
if you never had phones or it could be that like you just never got a phone and everybody else around you did like who who would you be like think about our interest where we're influenced the things that we buy um where we're identified with you know a lot of times our look things that we buy sometimes are sold to us because they're suggested to us as we're scrolling through um whoever has the most money is selling that and putting that in front of you mm-hmm. um, it's just interesting uh where I, I just I just wonder like, like when we connect to our, you know, intuition, when we connect to our, like our self, like our knowing our like, you know, are we, are we really more than not only our influences around us and our, and our, the data that like big companies have on us and, and how often we're being consumed by as we consume um, all of this, all of this um, electronic wonderful stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, who who are we? I don't know. Before that, are, are we somebody different? Like w- without our influences of, of 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 being grown up, of being raised by the people around us, and kind of just influencing, being influenced by them, and kind of repeating what your mom and dad and, and older siblings did mm-hmm. in some certain ways, and like you kind of watch this guy and you kind of do this. Like that is you in so many ways, but also is there something that's more you than that? Mm-hmm. Before that, like are you born with a you? before any of the influence mm-hmm. like uh, wow that would oh. it, but you is created based on your environment you know what i mean and based on their circumstances and like a, a being with no circumstances at all is like there's an infinite amount of views that's why there's like trillions and trillions different versions of you is because life is so split into every every possibility exists at once you know what i mean so the you without any of these influences is just like nothing you know it just depends on what path that you took and so but i understand that what you mean when you say like if you got if you took your phone away you'd be a completely different person like if someone threw you in a jungle and like left you with a spear and and said like survive you'd be a totally different person like we're all just a product of our environment but at the same time like guys you do have control over how much time you're on your phone and how much time you're like like literally spending on this shit and like giving your undivided attention to it or something else you can change like who you are as a being just by simply putting your phone down and realizing that like holy shit, instead of laying in my bed for 30 minutes scrolling, I could have hit the gym. I could have mm. taken a shower. I could have whatever, like, which leads to something else, which leads to something else. And you can literally split your path into the best you that you want to be just by being consciously aware that, hey, I'm on this shit a lot. And mm. a lot of people are on it a lot. But it doesn't mean that I should, you know? So it's... right. What, what do you think about, what do you think about, um, I feel like right there is where I always want to insert knowledge for me. Like I just like knowledge and learning new things is just so mm-hmm. important because it's like, I don't know, just, uh, just being at that point and realizing right there is where you're like, okay, like I got to start learning more so I can empower like the better self. Like I, he's got to get smarter. He's got to get wiser. He's got to start taking uh-huh. care of himself as if, as if like you're like, a father out in the woods and all of a sudden you have to like take care of a kid. Like you don't have to take care of a kid, but now you have all the tools at your hand to take mm-hmm. care of a kid. Like you can search whatever you want. You can read whatever books you want. Like you can mm-hmm. 
uh, adapt. And so essentially I think, um, I don't know, I just self-improvement seems like this thing, like a hobby, but I think that it's something that should be everybody's hobby because Mm -hmm. it's, it's improving that voice. It's, it's taking that, that tough voice to the gym. And then after a while Mm -hmm. you start to kind of realize, I think that, that like the, the, the knowing that knows that this is good for you and knows that like you deserve the self-love anyway, is kind of like the intuitive something, the something that you're born with is there. It's just so nuts is because a great way to grow yourself, excuse me, great way to grow yourself is obviously to grow your mind and like learn just learning new things, having different thoughts, like just, having a different approach to life is learning. It's not just like opening up a textbook and like reading this lull of knowledge that you're supposed to bring in. Like you have to look at everything as like, okay, like I'm eating healthier. That's growing because I'm becoming knowledgeable and aware of what I'm eating. And now I'm getting healthier and I'm now I'm more susceptible to even grow knowledge is knowledge in its own. You know what I mean? So it's just depending on the way you look at it, but it's just so weird is because we've literally gotten Adam's apple, you know what I mean? Adam and Eve's apple of knowledge. Like we can go on the internet and look up anything in the world at any point in time immediately. (laughs) Like you're reaching into like the world's mind mm-hmm. and like fucking just all right you can get whatever you want and, like, the, and and we're all so dumb and we, do, we don't we don't understand like, that we have godlike powers godlike right now, right now literally one person can kill everybody right now like as easy as right now you can go boop. there's a mother another motherfucker who can go boop, and like maybe not a immediately kill everybody but like he -hmm. could send i'm not saying there's a magic button like dexter's labor (laughs) yeah yeah fires all these missiles but uh there is there is a form of like so we have so much power as a human species now that we could like end all of this like you could fire this which starts this guy to fire back which starts this country to fire back and it starts Mm -hmm. and we all die whatever uh it's just uh uh, man i forgot where i how i jumped to that analogy on that one I don't know, but right we did. We missed a bong rip before this session. Just remember, I just I had to pause it. <laughs> we forgot. <laughs> we forgot it. I'm kind of scared at the moment, but I promised myself that for the people, All right, for gotta, the people, yeah, go I'll move. do this for you. You got to You got to uh, entertain the people while I'm gone. I'm gonna go. Oh, I really have to pee too. These people. We're just gonna have to. Well, how much longer do you want to do? Oh, I'm just gonna chop. I'm just gonna chop this little middle part right here. And three, two, one, boom, it's chopped. Oh, you just sent me another picture of your puppy. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> That's fucking cute, dog, brother. Damn, your life is gonna change, man. Yeah, I'm super hyped. It's actually, dog. It feels like good trauma too, actually. What uh, what kind of dog is it specifically? Uh, he's a, a Aussie Doodle. Oh my God. Yeah. Did they, I don't think they shed. No, no, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're hyperallergenic. Oh, you're a, a bit lucky of man. You're a lucky man. Yeah, Ben, I'm so, I mean, like, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. Like, like we keep just like looking at photos and like we'll text each other. I'm like, yo, like, do you remember that we're getting a dog? And it's only been three days since we put the deposit on. <laughs> we have like 27 left to go. 
So, but we're just, we're so excited. Like our life is just super ready for it. And I think. Yeah. I feel like, you know, when you know, it's kind of yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to have that feeling about having a kid because I'm 24, still don't have a kid. Mm-hmm. Thank God. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to hope that one day I'm like, you know what? I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. That is my goal. One of my big goals in life. And yeah, you know, I, I haven't it had that just, either, but I, I feel like I've more recently inserted it into my head. Like, you know, like, dude, you do want that. Um, so trying to yeah. like allow, allow the thoughts to populate. Yeah. You know, like, like I'm trying so to say, tell myself that too, that one day yeah. the circumstances will be good and like, maybe they won't be, but mm-hmm. just know that yeah. like you are ready whenever. But I mean, you're always going to figure it out. Like, yeah, always. Yeah. But that's just, it's just, can't think of that right now that seems so insane to have a kid to have a kid <laughs> dude that shit is so doing insane. your best for a kid is <laughs> is crazy to think about when you like really actually just think about doing your best in general it's like what does that really mean we got to we got to hit one for the future kids right, right now right. this one's this one's for you baby right. if it's a girl or if it's a boy it's a baby boy <laughs> all right i'm going to go to the beach all right three two one I really look like the guy who smokes a lot of weed. Damn. Oh, this is the tie-dye shirt, man. I think you yeah. just you just gave it away. And the yeah. the beanie is taking on like an orangish, like pinkish hue from the lights. So you yeah, just yeah. really like it just radiating right now, bro. Are you, wait, are you seeing me on the other screen? Let me let me put your big screen real quick. Oh yes. <laughs> Dude, I after like, this, I'm go to the beach. After this, I am so dead serious. I really want to go to the beach. Yeah, I wonder, is, we should we should take a now? trip. We should literally take a trip when everything opens up. Like, mm-hmm. give us a little bit of time, but like, we should plan on like just a quick like Cali trip or like some beach trip somewhere. Cause yeah, bro, I'm down. I mean, that would like, be so dope. <laughs> yeah, we could even plan a trip. Have you have you guys done like Seaside, Long Beach? Like, have you guys Astoria? Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. we've went there. I stayed at Lincoln City. Oh yeah, that's that's cool. In, in February, it it was cool. So yeah, yeah if we do that, but... if we do that, that would be so much fun. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's really easy too. It's like two hours away. But, yeah, we, we could do two. Like, but we could also do. I was just gonna say we could even go down as like a cheap night if me and you were yeah. like, hey, we need to get some creation done. Like, let's get some content. Um, let let's like get some shit written. Let's like fucking. Let's go out and film. Yeah, like, yeah. like let's let's yeah. leave the house with like a list of like, all right, we gotta at least get these things done. Like mm-hmm. so it so it's kind of like a work trip, but also because like we have so much fun, we're creatively working. Um, but kind of set some rules around it, set some boxes and boundaries around it, and we could just go down to like Astoria and fucking get some like crappy hotel and just go to the beach and get drunk at midnight, but but bring a notepad, you know? Sick. Yeah. I like cool. where your I like where your head's at, but yeah. Hell yeah, that's the, that's the beanie of knowledge right there. <laughs> the ballage. The ballage. The how biology. How do you, uh, we can wrap it up soon because I know life is happening, but how, what I wanted to ask you is how do you believe that someone can start like 
getting smarter and attaining knowledge because it is it's such a hard thing to like pick back up like either reading or like just studying some sort of something in general Mm -hmm. like like how do you think a good way is to like start implementing or like start getting back to like a consciously learning mind i guess uh i think um I'm definitely willing to, to share how I did it, but I also would say before that is, is um, when I guess I did do this, learn how you learn, mm-hmm. learn how you learn, you know, especially now um, you don't have to be diagnosed with like ADHD or like uh, not, not good memory or not being able to focus or um, like you, you'll, you'll just notice that things that you don't have a ton of interest on, if you're not getting paid to do it, you're not going to pay that much attention to it. It's just kind of like how our brain has been given so much fucking stimuli that we're just, mm-hmm. we, it's just how it is. We're just um, buzzing hard. Yeah. So, so just l- learn how you learn. And, and here's what, and I'll give you uh, my, my personal examples. Maybe this doesn't work for everybody, but so, so what I mean by that, um, books, I used to read so many books when I was young. I loved reading books. I was like the mm-hmm. kid who like read, um, I was like a step of like whatever book the class was going to read. I had already read it. Like uh, I loved like reading the Harry Potter books, like up until four, I think was out when I was in school. Um, Lord of the Rings like I just love the getting into these fantasy worlds um, and, and I was like when I first started I was like dude I want to bring reading back like that I was like I know I used to love reading reading's good you got to be reading and I realized that like I have no way to sit still like I like can't sit still I have like ADHD um, mm-hmm. I start obsessively thinking about things like I can't seem to just sit down and read a book like I would try and try and try and try and try and so I was like, well, I'm not giving up. I'm not just going to say, well, I guess reading's not for me. My brain has developed and mm, this is it and sit in the sand because that's just not what I agreed to do. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, when you, when you build that third, that, that strong other, or that, you know, that strong other self who steps in the ring, that's a tough guy. Uh, he doesn't take no for an answer. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, so I was like, okay, so the old way that I was learning the way that I used to read the way that everybody else seems to read doesn't seem to be working out. Like mm-hmm. I want to read. That's a huge thing that unlocks all the doors, right? Like once you can like make yourself sit and read unteen hours a day or one hour a day or whatever amount of day, <laughs> yeah. you lock a door into all this knowledge. Right. So, mm-hmm. but I couldn't seem to learn. I couldn't seem to get this childhood like joy of getting lost in the story to where I can't have my foot twitching and I can sit for longer than seven minutes. Yeah. So, it is I, um, I bought the book that I was trying to read. I bought it on audiobook and I put it in my headphones and I went for a run and I kept running and I set a goal before I started running. I was to finish this fucking book and I kept mm-hmm. running. And so I finished it. And this is just not everybody's going to do this is crazy. I, I live extreme sometimes because I need to like push past these, these Mr. Hyde <laughs> self hating, yeah. you know, you know, bad, yeah. bad thoughts. So I, I ran and it's like 14 miles or something. And I, and I finished the audio book. Um, mm. this, the book was profoundly great. It was like a, it was a book on um, Stephen Pressfield's The War of Artists. It's, it's on resistance. So it was literally like a voice in my ears telling me about resistance and how I can beat it. So oh was, my great. God. <laughs> but so audiobooks. And so. But it felt like is, Rocky. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I, yeah. And that's the thing is you got to like yeah. believe you're Rocky. Like, it, it's like yeah. explore into it. What would it feel like to believe that I'm Rocky right now? You know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So I think le- learning how you learn. And so um, learning how I learned is in, in never taking no for an answer. Like, so 
what what I've learned is that I'm to this point. I'm great at I'm a daily meditator. Um, great at meditation. I almost just said that. What a silly thing to say. But I, I <laughs> meditate often, and I'm able to sit still in those moments. But I still am not super able to absorb knowledge and read. So reading again, um, what that taught me when I when I ran and read that audiobook was like, okay, running and reading audiobooks. That's an option. Um, also, there's a ton of lectures and and um, things that I can listen to without watching on YouTube. That's an option to do while running, while going for a walk in my headphones. And so I started um, kind of adding these things up. Like, so how can I consume more books and how can I learn more? And so I started um, Mm -hmm. down here, um, adding onto that. I would put it on my speakers out here um, and I would, I would let it play or get all the vibes, right. Get all the smells, right. Get all the the Mm -hmm. lights, right. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to read this for an hour. I'm going to read this for whatever, read this, try to set a little goal for myself. Sounds something. like a beautiful reading experience, by the oh, way. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> you know, just set it all up. I know, I know it's like a, a, a silly thing to do money-wise, but if you really want to, like if this is that important to you, if, if your future yeah. later on is more important to you. So I would get, um, I have a couple of books that I have the audiobook version that I would let play. And I also have the physical copy and I would sit with a highlighter and I would pace back and forth because ADHD and I can't seem to sit down and read a book, but mm-hmm. I would like get stoned. Sometimes that helps me just kind of like be able to relax um, and pace back and forth and listen to the audiobook as I either take notes and stand mm-hmm. at the bar or I highlight as it's, oh, that was pretty profound. And so I don't get all distracted, like, oh, I need to go write that down or I need to go. Uh-huh. You're focusing I have this thought on about it. It keeps bringing me right back. Mm-hmm. And when I'm like, okay, I highlighted. So it's it's learning how you learn, right? Like, so mm-hmm. over the years, I've, I've adapted this like crazy, can't sit still, whatever. Like, so... I, I, that, that's how I learn now. Like, mm-hmm. but I think that's a huge thing that everybody should work on. Cause I think maybe other people, I know people who they learn by going to a busy area, like a, like a Starbucks or somewhere where there's other people, maybe like a park mm-hmm. or this, this may be hard to, to get to right now with the current quarantine, but um, go, go somewhere. Where there's other people where you can hear background noise, mm-hmm. grocery store. If there's like a little cafe in it, you know, whatever you can mm-hmm. hear in the background. Um, and and they work well when they could hear pe- other people in the background and they could they could focus they could flow like mm-hmm. that pulls me way out of it so I find the way That's, that I learn I, yeah. I'm able to to be here and really envelop my whole like just f- throw what I'm trying to envelop at my face and just make sure I'm focused on it. If I was just mm-hmm. listening to it, headphones at like a cafe, maybe I wouldn't pay attention to that because that's not how I learn. So mm-hmm. learn how you learn. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean. That's what's crazy is the school system is not like that and um so that's why it's hard for a lot of people to learn after they get out of school is because you've literally been learning in a general sense you're learning for the masses and not for the individual you know what i mean so it's it may not fit everyone's cup of tea when it comes to that style of learning so when you get to the real world in your own life you literally are uneducated Mm -hmm. on so much because one, they never taught you it in school and two, they never taught what works best for your learning style. Yeah. Well, and, and you, well. Were, you were punished for not learning it their way. Yeah, exactly. And then like, not punished, like beaten, but like literally saying, yeah. no, no, you have to do it like this. Even though you're like, why wouldn't you do it like this? I got to the same answer. Yeah. And it's just so insane that like you, uh, you just get out of this. You've never had a chance before you could even start because you go to a job and you're literally like, uh, Hey, I want to work for you. They're like, okay, well, like what was your most recent 
uh, you know, degree or diploma or anything like that. It's like high school. It's like, all right, well, uh, I couldn't get to college because I literally couldn't understand absolutely anything. And they're like, uh, well, we're just going to, we only take college people. So even if you are good for the job and you've learned like the trade itself, like you're, you're just, you didn't pass our standards. So mm-hmm. it's just nuts. Like That's that, so silly. Like, that what is concept. That? Like, 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 like to, to crush someone, to mm-hmm. crush someone. So like with such a, oh man, like say like, no, no, you can't be that. Like, like whatever you feel like you, yeah. are, you can't be that you have mm-hmm. to be this or you're not accepted. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, Weird. what you, you want me to give a institution $100,000 to tell me shit that I could look up online and not necessarily saying you wouldn't learn anything new. Just saying that knowledge is knowledge. Like Mm -hmm. it's an idea. You're making me pay a hundred thousand dollars for an idea to implement into my life and know it to be true. What? Like a hundred thousand just to make numbers round just for four years of someone's developmental stages in their life where they're not a kid anymore at random and now have to be an adult at random and say, Hey, we're going to get you in debt for the rest of your fucking life. But we'll tell you what you need to know to get a job to make sure that you will maintain and never have this debt consume you for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? What a shackle, bro. It's like, what, bro, I saw you float. (laughs) I saw you floating in the water. Could you hold this boulder for a second? Yeah. Could you just hold on to this, bro? I got it. Here, Here, could you take this? I got it. Trust me. It's all good. This is the life that you want us at the bottom. Like, (laughs) yeah, this is the life that you dreamed about, bro. Yeah. We we think we we don't have to carry that, man. We can let go of that boulder and you can, Figure out, figure out what works for you like uh, like mm-hmm. now more than ever like if, like because a lot of people aren't gonna have a job right now like a lot of people mm-hmm. aren't the the way that people are going to re, re be reintroduced back into the world i don't think is going to be business as usual um i think that mm-hmm. a lot more people may have to or have the opportunity to um like explore like shit man what do i want to do now what, yeah, it's literally what, a time for people to yeah, think like, like what's important to me. Like what what gosh, man, like is is, is making two more dollars an hour worth me not really vibing with my coworkers, you know? Like cuz I mm-hmm. just like that, you know, maybe you got just a crazy bunch of negative coworkers, but you make that extra moolah so you can buy more more whatever on the weekend, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know. I, I guess that's skipping too far ahead, but I think that uh, that um, no, it gets good time there to, real good time quick. to look at the way that you learn. Yeah, yeah, it, it so, just gets there so quick. And once you get to a point where you are consumed by like the everyday thought and the mundane thought of like, I just have to go to work. I have to make the bills, and like, like it's just what what I have to do to survive right now. Like, if I stop, like my whole world would be sh- shaken. I can't stop. You know what I mean? And now that the world has stopped for them, you're like, all right, well, look, now what? What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, the world has stopped. Like, yeah. nobody needs you right now. Like, you literally, like, the job that you do is not needed to mm-hmm. society at the moment. It's like, goddamn, like, maybe I am, like, not as important to this job as I would want to be. Or maybe, like, I'm not happy going there every day 
That's I could just start fresh. You know what I mean? Like I'm, yeah, I could literally start fresh right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So terrible. You know, I was thinking it was such a sad place for people to be in, but I suppose you're right. Like it's a, it's maybe, maybe at first it's sad because it's scary. Like, geez, like what have I chosen to yeah. do in my life? Like that, that's a weird thing to like ask yourself and cause you can't compare yourself there. You can't compare yourself to other people. Yeah. The only way you can compare yourself to you is directly inside. And you have to say like, what am I doing? Not what, what everybody else believes, like what, like what everybody else wants me to do, what everybody else expects me to do. Am I really doing what I, what I think that I want it? Like, like one day I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, leave this world. Like, mm-hmm. do, am I, am I heading towards the life that I want to say that I have lived? Like, have I really thought about that? So I mm-hmm. think that it's a scary place to be, but it's also um, like you, like you are inherently optimistically um, wanting, uh, 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 saying that, that, um, it's a good thing. It's a good spot to be. It's a, it's a, it's a strong spot to be. Like, and I think mm-hmm. we're a lot of people who, if they haven't realized that they're there, um, maybe are going to be there. Or you know, I don't know. I just think a lot of people are going to have a change of career right mm-hmm. about now, if not coming soon. And I don't know if their careers are going to be business as usual, or if it's going to mm-hmm. be like more creators or more creative sides of humanity are going to mm-hmm. have to be like, you know what? I'm going to start that fucking business because I have the power to buy it for whatever reason. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And I think it's nuts too, that we're just in a time where obviously like technology is accelerating and technology is taking on jobs. And if somehow this like implemented a lot of like, we don't know if there's like talking all woo here, but we don't know if, they just said like, Hey, you're fired or like you're fired temporarily from this job, but they still need some sort of like accounting done or some sort of thing done. And they replace a computer software program that does it 10 times faster than you and automates it. Like, Holy shit. Like I'm going to come back and they're like, actually, we don't need you. Um, sorry. That was a while. And we couldn't kind of, we only expected you to be gone for like two weeks, but actually you were gone for like two months. We can't have two months worth of work, not gone. So we're just going to plug this program in and we've been fine and we're saving money. So why wouldn't we do this as a business? And it's like, that's, that's what people have to actually start realizing now is that, Hey, this, it's not a forever thing. Jobs aren't a forever thing. It's literally getting to a point where, Maybe some jobs are maybe a forever thing, but it's getting to a point where they're taking up, they're going to be taking up a lot of jobs in the future. Mm-hmm. We're becoming an extremely intelligent group of individuals on this planet. Of like, monkeys. Of monkeys who are like fucking with God powers. You know, yeah. they're really our fucking. Spears, our spears have been upgraded. Yeah, our spears have been upgraded to this like. I mean, the internet, I can go on all day about how insane mm-hmm. it actually is. But yeah. we, we're about getting, how many people could be looking up the exact same thing at once? At once. And how just, people just to look up looking. anything at once. Like, yeah. just, that's, anything. That's so crazy. Just to be able to communicate with you right now and you're fucking miles and miles and miles away yeah. in real time. Like an hour and 15 minutes away. Like I can fly my drone and see what I'm flying in real time and know that like if a fucking bird came to me, I can move it real time. Like right. how, how is that possible? Yeah. It's, it's, it's incredible. Like we, we've advanced so much. Do you think I was thinking about when you were talking about um, um, jobs going away, 
I think that that a huge thing that people are going to rub up against is identity. Like we're going to have to rebirth our identities. We're going to have to like kind of like reassign our identities and rebuild our identities and re dig up like what the the root of our seed shells really were because um, our a lot of people's identities are caught up in the Western world are caught up with their job. Like we are our job. Like, Hey, what's up? How are you? Like I'm, it's literally the second thing. Like I'm Brandon. Oh, what do you do? Like, Mm -hmm. that's who you are. Like, Oh, I'm a photographer or, Oh, I, I work in finance or, Oh, I'm a, I'm a business salesman. And then that leads the rest of your conversation. Like the, the conversation is contained within that box of what that is. Like, um, that, but, but regardless, our, our identities are, our, our, our default, like our comfort of who we know that we are, like we have formed um, the, our version of self, especially in, in the Western world. Um, and I think I'm saying that because I hear it said more often than like really knowing. I haven't really traveled around the world much. Mm-hmm. Side thought, but, um, <laughs> but so I probably just hear it, right? Um, uh-huh. But uh, either way, our, our, our self, our identity, the way that we live is supremely wrapped up in our jobs our career and where we're at on the edge of like humanity is we're like about to take and kind of already have taken this jump towards like hey like a crazy amount of people are not going to be able to identify with their job anymore like like that's kind of like what scares people about like ubi and stuff and then think about what it feels like right now to not have a job and then think like that's actually the same feeling that i'm going to get when this shit does happen like you're getting to experience what it's going to be like to be abruptly not out of a job. And I mean, I'm pretty sure society will like ease into it, but it's inevitable. Like we're the mass and the most of the amount of people are on board to progress technology and on board to just like keep the shit going. Cause mm-hmm. everyone's like, Oh, new iPhone. Like I'm taking that, like that's upgrading technology, and they're just in, in fields with shotguns. Yeah, there's definitely a few. That's where I have to when I go to Lewis <laughs> County, when I go to drive the back roads or anything, and I got some like real estate gigs. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, man, I gotta watch out for this drone. Like this guy has like some alpaca and a fucking turkey and some pigs, and he's just sipping on a beer in his front yard, and I'm like flying this like insane drone just like you could just see him like ah, that's the future that's the government i was telling fuck you about you, cindy. fuck boom. you cindy i told you they were watching me and just fucking boom carol that bitch carol that bitch i'm telling you it's it's really like that a lot of people are cool and they understand that like that's a technology coming out but some people are reluctant to change especially out in yeah. Lewis I mean, it's, it's terrifying for them. It goes against everything that they believe in. Like if you think of, of the traditional like Christian, um, uh, like, like firm believer, like, uh, uh, old, old Testament, even like mm-hmm. the, the, the stern, like good people, but a lot of like the technology is starting to really push into their beliefs. Like, um, I, and I'm just that was a broad example using Christians, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. I'm just a, really a lot of religion, a lot of people's beliefs, um, get like weird and they're like i don't know it makes me feel uncomfortable when like the super big technology starts coming around mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just like a, i didn't know they're that i'd have like to question this. it like this okay mm-hmm. and it's it's nuts when 
you see like a transformation in people too, where like they're super reluctant and they have a flip phone still. And then like a Christmas comes around and their significant other didn't know what they wanted to give them. And they're like, Oh, I thought you wanted a new iPhone. So they give them one and then they start using it. And then they start just becoming hooked on Facebook and like hooked on all this shit. And I'm like, I remember when you hated phone, like you hated the technology and all this stuff. And now you're like, look at this video. You know, like watch this video. We, we don't understand it. We don't understand <laughs> yeah. it until you know. It's it's not that we could only understand until it's too late. But yeah, we we get pulled into things, and we, we you can't really understand them sometimes until it's like a retrospective. Like, oh, okay, I get it now mm-hmm. because I've I I have one now, and I found things that I like. You know, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's nuts, man. But I know that it has been a long and fun podcast, but life probably has to start get going for me on my home life at the moment. So thank you for coming on and being the dopest, dopest man alive. Oh, cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate (laughs) that. Thanks for having me on. I, um, this is super cool. I like, uh, it, it's weird being interviewed. I I was saying that like, I have to turn off my, my like, Oh, I'm I'm Mm -hmm. the podcast host. Like if you guys don't know, he is the host of JYL Junkyard Love Podcast. JYLP, Jilp. The Jilp. Uh, the Jilp, Jilp baby. podcast. This thing is a journey and an experience just getting able to listen to the stories of some not only amazing people, but Jake and being able to bring on these people and have such in-depth conversations about life and knowledge and wisdom and just being a human. Um, so if you have not heard it, I would definitely say, go check this out immediately before you even listen to this or finish this off, finish this off, finish this off first and then go check it out. Cause it's awesome. Cool. Thanks bro. I appreciate that. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me on. We'll have to do this more often. All right, man. Love you, man. Love I'll you. Bro. Yeah. Hit me up. Please. Yeah. Guys say that too, by the way, guys definitely say that too. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. Love, Love you, We're all humans. Thank <laughs> you.